Blog Talk Radio. We are not a body, we have a body. Welcome to the eighth episode of the Living a Dream, a Transformational Journey podcast. My name is Joe Kalk. I am a life awareness coach, Reiki master, author, and speaker. Today's episode is We Are Not a Body, We Have a Body. First, I want to share my life purpose statement. The purpose of my life is to be present, joyful, and compassionate, and to share my gifts make a difference, and be a role model to others so that I might inspire others to also make a difference in the world. My ultimate goal is the global enlightenment and peace on our earth, our physical reality, through the awakening, awareness, and action of its people in transforming our beliefs about ourselves, each other, and the earth. I'm not alone with this goal of peace on earth. But my approach is a little different. I am enlightening the earth from within. During this podcast series, please be open to the possibility that your life can change and improve in ways unimaginable now. Last week, I reviewed the 10 major concepts, promising to provide more detail about we are not a body, we have a body, in this episode. I've introduced you to many new concepts, new ways of thinking about yourself, and perhaps provided answers to some of the questions you may have been asking about your purpose for your life experience at this time. Now we move to your body, which will be the heaviest topic we have covered. Not weight heavy, but thought heavy. As before, I want you to keep an open mind as new beliefs and thoughts are introduced in this episode. By the end of this episode, you may have a whole new way of seeing and thinking about your body, others, and your world. As described in other episodes, you were born as an instance of source with gifts of love, joy, and a whole bunch of positive self-attributes. Gradually, you began to distinguish yourself as a body separate from your environment. Your beliefs about yourself were formed at a very young age, shaped by your parents, teachers, and others in authority figures. As you grew, you noticed the changes in your body shape and size. You became accustomed to taking your body with you everywhere you went. You may have gone through periods where you actually didn't like, maybe even hated your body. At other times, you may have admired your body or at least what your body was able to do for you. You accepted as fact that your view of your environment was only through your five physical senses, sight, smell, taste, hearing, and touch. You formed the belief that you are your body, nothing more, nothing less. This became such a basic belief that you no longer even considered it a belief. It has become a fact, 
an unquestionable, undeniable fact of life, one that you must live with, for good or otherwise, for the rest of your life. Not only was the body as you a fact, your body as separate from everything else became a fact. You may or may not still remember you are one with source. You are actually our source. But you feel separate from source and separate from other parts of source, the other people, animals, and plants on this earth. I'd like you to think for a moment on this idea. You are not a body. You have a body. What does that mean to you? What is the difference between being a body and having a body? One way to see the difference is by considering a scuba suit. Scuba, self-contained underwater breathing apparatus. You could easily identify that the scuba suit was not you, but something you put on in certain circumstances, like diving deep in water, for instance. You can separate yourself from the scuba suit because you can take off the scuba suit. However, you cannot take off your body, nor can you. Just as a scuba suit was worn to provide air when underwater for extended periods of time, think of your body as a suit for you as pure energy to experience the physicality of Earth. Can you envision yourself as one with source, being born with a birthday suit for protection? Not necessarily protection, but to experience what it feels like to be physical. Your birthday suit is a self-contained perpetual motion container of blood, bone, fat, muscle, etc., all composed of over 72 billion cells, all working together as a unit for your higher self, your soul, to experience this physical reality. Stop and think for a moment. Your body contains autonomic or automatic functions, such as breathing, the beating of your heart, and the digestion, distribution, and elimination of your food, among many others. All of these autonomic systems operate by themselves, often without you giving them any thought at all. Every second of every day and night from the time you were born, well, okay, actually your heart starts beating before you were born, but we'll, we'll just keep going, to the time you die. You can even be unconscious or in a coma, and your breathing and heartbeat will continue. Sounds like self-contained perpetual motion to me. Do you believe it? So, you, as a spiritual being, have scuba-like gear, for the physical air environment of Earth we created and chose to experience. In addition, in order for us as spirit to experience the varieties of environments on this physical Earth, some mode of self-propelled transportation was needed to get us from here to there. Walking was the original mode of transportation, which is now greatly expanded with the aid of tools like 
bicycles and tricycles and trains and planes and cars and motorcycles and skateboards. We created all of these to increase the speed of our moving from here to there. Although there are notable exceptions, like Stephen Hawking, who had an unresponsive body, most people don't need anything but their body to move or to eat, digest, and eliminate waste. What a great bodysuit we have. How do we know for sure if it's a suit and not our body? Okay, well, does one of your feet start walking on its own? Again, there are exceptions, but usually your body waits until it is given a command and instruction to respond by the self, the soul. Usually you don't start walking and then decide, hmm, I must be going someplace. Usually you first decide to go someplace and then you instruct your body to start moving in the right direction. Contrasting that with the scuba suit, both your body and your scuba suit wait until you, yourself, decides what action, defense, or some other command must be performed by your body or the scuba suit. In other words, you can think of your body as a scuba suit you wear while you are in this earthly physical realm. Does it now make sense to think that you are not your body? You have a body? Your physical body is made of skin, bone, muscle, blood, water, and a whole lot of other chemicals, microorganisms, and other components. To me, the beautiful symbiotic relationships of the various components of our body is a magnificent unit within our self, our soul, which is source. We had looked at the atomic structure when we looked uh, deep into our skin, uh, cell on our skin and at the atom level and now scientists have replaced the classical depiction of an atom as a nucleus consisting of the protons and neutrons and discrete electron particles in specific locations in specific orders orbits around the nucleus. But now scientists believe the electrons are virtual or potential particles, which can be anywhere in an orbit around the nucleus at any time forming a fog of potential positions the virtual particle may inhabit. This new model of the atom offers a dynamic view of our body suits rather than the static view, which by the way could never explain why your foot, mostly made up of space between atoms and between the nucleus and electrons, could not merely pass through a rock, similarly made up predominantly of empty space, this dynamic view of the atom is a big, big step closer to reality, which is based on our thoughts and beliefs. By the way, we believe that our foot is solid. We believe that the rock is solid. And we further believe that two solid objects cannot simply pass through each other. It is the combination of all three beliefs that results in or causes the stub-toe effect. When we attempt it, we are enmeshed in the belief that we are bodies 
not that we have bodies. We identify with our physical bodies, not as the spiritual being, as source, spirit, soul that we actually are. Hmm, is that kind of a hard concept to believe? Well, let's try an analogy. Think of an ice cube. It looks solid to us, certainly as solid as our bodies. It has weight, mass, and measurable dimensions without any, adding anything but heat, which really is only energy vibrating at a higher frequency, the ice becomes water. We have a different term for the H2O molecules for the new stage of their arrangement. Water is solid, but in, in one sense, but liquid as we usually think of it. Water has weight, mass, and can be measured if you can get a a container for it to hold it. So we take that water and we apply heat, which is just energy vibrating at a higher frequency. We apply heat longer and the water becomes a vapor or steam. And then a gas, none of which are considered solid or liquid. The weight and mass of the water has disappeared and the water as gas cannot be physically measured. Where did the mass go? The H2O molecules change structure only through the increase in energy frequency in which the H2O exists. So H2O, usually referred to us by us as water, is at the same time a solid, liquid, and a gas, depending on the energy frequency to which it is subjected. Source is basically pure energy in motion. Like our electrons are pure energy in motion going, ar- uh, going around in our atom. We can accept, can we accept that God as source is not a man with a beard sitting on a throne somewhere in outer space or in the clouds? If that is difficult, that's why I call it source which encompasses people, animals, plants, rocks, earth, the solar system, and our known universe, and a bunch of other universes. Literally, all that is, vibrating at such a high frequency that it is pure energy, which, like the water vapor, has no mass, density, nor weight. In order for source to experience itself, which it couldn't do as pure energy, Source lowered the vibration of its energy in certain areas, creating the universe. The earth, rocks, plants, animals, and us humans, each vibrating at a slightly different energy frequency. Source became us. We are source. Source created us in its image. Our self, soul, spirit, or whatever term represents to you the pure energy of each of us that makes us us. That soul enveloped a bodysuit for a physical experience as the soul, source, experiences this physical dimension as described earlier. At first, we had fun in our virtual reality, like playing a VR game where we be became anyone or anything we chose. 
We like the sensation of creating things made of energy, but vibrating at a lower frequency to gain weight, texture, distinctions, differences, and experiences of love, joy, intimacy, and ourselves in a grand playground of materiality. Gradually, the longer we played in this material playground, the more we ourselves became material. Just as a person can become so enmeshed in a role-playing game that she or he loses the sense of self as a person, ourselves become more and more identified with the role we took on in the material playground. We became the avatar we had created. We thought of ourselves as material beings in a material world. We slowly migrated from our sense of playing in a different reality to becoming enmeshed and trapped in this reality. We forgot we were pure energy, having an experience in a slowed down created playground, and we became defined and confined by our bodysuits. We forgot we were unlimited and we became limited. We forgot we were all aspects of the same energy source, and we became individual, separate bodies. We developed rules and belief systems. We experimented with differences and hierarchies. We created emotions, feelings, and thoughts to try out different behaviors, actions, and reactions. With the slowing of our vibration, we became as solid as ice. The part of us that remembers the self or soul was mostly ignored as we gained experiences, but our self, our soul, was never eliminated. After gaining millennia of experiences of every possible kind, we are now slowly awakening to our real selves as pure energy, ready to raise the vibrations a bit so we are more fluid like water. We remember who we are, we are source, and continuing as a lighter frequency inhabitant of a lighter frequency universe, we return to our inner joy and love, continuing to create, but now free of heavy rules, limitations, and frozen states of being. We bring our love and joy to our creation, making it a true heaven on earth. We greet each other as ourselves, sharing our material things with each other for the uplifting vibration of all. We remember we are eternal beings and we now choose to use the experiences we had gained in the heavier material reality for the enrichment of this lighter reality, which combines the experiences of materiality with the pure love and joy aspects of spirituality. We have an eternity to play in this lighter material playground, having experienced the full range of emotions, feelings, and beliefs, including competition, separation, and limitations. We now embrace the new playground with a sense of unity, cooperation, and total freedom to express our love and joy. Thinking back for a moment to the experience of looking at the atoms in our skin cell, we found that boundaries between our body suits and the rest of reality are introduced at the same time color, texture, and materiality became apparent. 
There's a short film called Powers of Ten that starts with the camera focused on a small insect on the skin of a person and expands further away to show the whole person, the house, the neighborhood, the city, the county, the state, the country, the continent, the earth, the solar system, the galaxy, and the universe of which we are currently inhabiting. That film shows only half of the picture. Combine the powers of 10 with the deep dive within the body down to the level of the atoms that we explored in a previous episode. And you can see an hourglass with our bodysuit as the pinch point in the middle. At both extremes, we are not identifiable as a physical body. We are source pure energy from the widest view externally to the widest view internally. It is at this pitch point, pinch point that we believe we exist. We identify ourselves as a physical body, nothing more, nothing less. Consider a beautiful photograph of Earth from space, which shows none of the boundaries, the borders between countries, between nations, between cultures, between belief systems. Earth is more than the sum of its parts. Earth is a cohesive entity, a living, breathing entity of which we are each a part. We rarely see beyond our physical body suits, our physical needs and wants, our physical preoccupation with getting what we want at any cost. Are you able to see yourself in a picture of Earth Can you see your contribution to this living entity? Can you see opportunities for participating more in the Earth's health and prosperity? Can you see how all of us humans, although our bodysuits are not visible in the photograph of Earth, have changed the Earth? Can you see how to become a better steward of our planet? Can you see that we all share this planet? Can you see the benefit of cooperation over competition, of being a global member, not a member of any specific tribe, country, religion, ethnicity, or socioeconomic background? Can you see the freedom and joy of expressing love, not fear? Remember who you are, source, an eternal, pure energy being. Remember who others are, source, an eternal, pure energy being. Remember the abundance to be shared, not hoarded or wasted. Remember that we are all equal within source, unique but equal in every respect. As you remember, start taking action based on that knowledge toward a higher purpose toward something greater than yourself, toward a better life for yourself and for all other selves on planet Earth and in the universes. You can do this. You can make a difference in this world, in this reality. You probably have never given much thought to the deep inner workings of your bodysuit. So how does it feel to learn that your bodysuit is made up of the same atoms as the chair, plants, rocks, and air itself. 
Do you now feel a stronger connection to the things of your world? Do you now have an understanding that the separation you have believed as fact is only at the last layer of your bodysuit? Do you recognize that only at this gross or largest physical level do you have any sense of separation at all? Understanding that yourself, your soul, has a bodysuit but is not a body that was endowed with powerful gifts as one with source, it isn't much of a stretch to understand that you have everything you need within you to go within to find answers to your questions. Was that too big a leap? Was the bridge across that great chasm not visible or not wide enough? Yourself, your soul, which envelops your body suit, still retains all the gifts given at birth into this physical creation. In addition to the gifts already mentioned, such as love, joy, and positive self-attributes, yourself, your soul, as source, also has all the knowledge of source. Don't worry, we will address this in more detail in later episodes, after we have a few more surprises explained. For now, let's look at this week's tools, activities, and summary. Tools. One, be open to the possibility that your life can change and improve in ways unimaginable now. Two, you were born filled with love, joy, and positive self-attributes. Three, we are all one with God, source, all that is. Four, consider what, what it means to have a body, not to be a body. And five, your soul envelops your body suit. You are not defined nor limited by your body suit. How about a couple of activities? One, Envision the earth as a giant playground in which we all play as all being one with source. Two, think of the people you meet each day. Consider that you only see their bodysuit, not the spirit or soul that envelops their bodysuit. Also, consider how your soul expands and extends, merging with the souls of all others demonstrating how we are all one soul, the soul of source, the eternal life force energy. Summary. We are not a body. We have a body. Two, our soul envelops our physical body. Our physical body is within our soul. Our soul extends out forever in all directions. Four, you were born with gifts of love, joy, and positive self-attributes. Five, we can awaken from this dream. Remember we are energy or spirit experiencing a physicality filled with contrasts, choices, and senses to better know all aspects of us as pure energy. And six, we can change the earth from within. You're welcome to visit my website at joecalk.com. That's jo-calk.com. Under the Living a Dream Resources tab, I have added a bibliography of books that have inspired me and that resonate with my beliefs. 
I have also added new pages containing the text of the previous podcast and will add the text of this podcast for you to review as you wish. In addition, Blog Talk Radio has recorded, saved, and makes available all the Living a Dream, a Transformational Journey podcast series so you can replay an episode whenever you choose. If you have a question or comment, please contact me at joe at joecalk.com, J-O at J-O hyphen C-A-L-K dot com. I look forward to hearing from you. Our next podcast discusses how to change the world. It is time to wake up from this dream and change the rules of this physical world from fear-based to love-based, knowing we are all source. I hope you will join me here next Tuesday at 4 p.m. Pacific U.S. time, 7 p.m. Eastern U.S. time. Until then, this is Joe Kalk signing off. Blessings to all of us dreamers on our transformational journey.